Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Robbins Rehab West podcast. My name is Travis Robbins, and today I'm here with Nick Horowski. And we are going to talk about self-tests for foot and ankle pain. So these are tests that you can do at home to try to find out what might be causing your foot and ankle pain. The first one that we're going to do is a weight-bearing lunge dorsiflexion test. So before we talk about how to do the test, Nick, let's talk about what dorsiflexion is and why it is so important and why we spend so much time in the clinic trying to improve your dorsiflexion. So dorsiflexion, simplest way to think about it, how close can you get the top of your foot, uh, like uh, top of your foot, your toes, up to your shin bone? Like that's the motion that we're looking at here. Uh, and this is critically important for, hey, walking, running, going up and especially downstairs or down any inclines because you need to be able to get those two uh, surfaces closer together uh, and do so properly without uh, having to, to make up that motion from somewhere else. Let's talk about that. So making up that motion from somewhere else is where all of the problems occur. So if I don't have normal dorsiflexion, which is almost universal, right? So if you pulled people off the street that didn't have any foot and ankle problems and you measured their dorsiflexion, almost all of them are going to have a limitation there. But they're getting away with it. How are they getting away with it and why might that be detrimental? Well, it could come from a number of different areas. Like I see it, it comes from the big toe bending back. It comes from the plantar fascia. Think like plantar fasciitis, plantar fasciopathy, problems with that. It comes from the Achilles tendon. It can come from your knee, from your hip, from your back. Like any of all of those could actually be uh, big sources of this and identifying, hey, if you're not getting that requisite motion, like where is it coming from and where is it also not coming from so that we can get it back properly? Yeah. Biggest compensations I see is people will turn their toes out. So you ever see somebody, if you're walking down the street and their toes are turned out, we kind of say it like duck walking where your feet are way turned out. If you're lacking dorsiflexion, sometimes that's a compensation that you can make. Or they'll excessively pronate. So their arches will go flat down to the ground. You can kind of see this if you flip over their shoes and look at the wear on their shoes. They'll kind of out-toe and then they'll over-pronate and then that will allow them to get the dorsiflexion that they need. But for long-term solution, that is not a really good um, strategy to take. So improving that dorsiflexion, if you're lacking it, is really important. But in terms of testing it, this test is going to be taking a piece of tape or measuring somehow five inches away from a wall. You're going to have your toe pointed towards that wall. You're going to keep your heel on the ground, and you're going to push your knee out to try to touch your knee to the wall without your heel coming up. And if you can do that, then there's a really good chance you have good dorsiflexion, provided you're keeping good form and you're not making some kind of compensation. But if you can't do that, if you measure out five inches, you put your toe at five inches and you try to keep your heel on the ground and move that knee towards the wall and you can't get there, then you have a limitation in dorsiflexion. And that can cause all of the problems that we talked about um, earlier in this podcast. Next is a single leg heel raise test. So this seems pretty straightforward, but Nick, you can explain what that is and why, if we don't do well on this test, what problems that might um, cause. All right. So simply, I'm going to stand uh, somewhere and maybe place like a finger or two um, on an object, like whether it's the wall, a counter, uh, just enough to, to make sure that balance isn't the limiting factor with this, but not enough that I can push up off of. So I'm going to have start with one foot down, just put my fingers down for balance and just go 
straight up and down, not spending uh, a lot of time on the floor or at the top, but making sure going up as far as I possibly can and then lowering down under control till my heel hits and then just going right back up. Uh, and ideally, hey, you want to be able to do 25 repetitions on both sides, pain-free, no problems with that, as well as uh, making sure that your motion stays the same. You don't start off lifting your heel off for four inches and then all of a sudden you're only lifting an inch by the end type thing. Um, but really, what is this telling us? Well, is your is your foot, is your ankle, do the Achilles, the calf, everything, does it have the strength and endurance to really be able to propel you properly? And when you're walking, when you're running, jumping, just being on your feet in general, like can you support yourself through the calf, through the plantar fascia, through all of that and do so and have that strength and uh, endurance to do so? Yeah, I think the most important thing Nick said there is that those all those repetitions should look the same. So we like to say your first repetition should look like your last repetition. So if you are doing 25, but you're only going through half of the range of motion on the last five to 10 repetitions, then that's when you really didn't do 25. So you've got to, you, you take your count from when you start to um, change the amount of range of motion that you go through. So that might be difficult to appreciate when you're just standing there. What can help is if you have a mirror and you can kind of look at yourself in the mirror and make sure that your heel is coming up the same amount every time you do it. Or if there's someone around and you just kind of pull them aside and say, hey, just make sure when I do this test, make sure I'm going through full range of motion on all the repetitions. When I stop being able to do that, just let me know so I can write down my number. And again, like what Nick said, it's a measure of the strength and the endurance of the muscles in the calf, which is really important. And then the last um, test we're going to do here is a single leg balance test. So that again, seems pretty straightforward, but Nick, let's explain how to do this test and what the results can tell us. So similar to just the last one, right? Where I'm going to be, uh, around something sturdy that I can just put my hands up on, uh, in case I need for balance. Uh, I'm not actually going to try touching unless I absolutely need it though for this one, but just have it there just in case and get yourself set, find a, find a focal point right in front of you and lift up one foot. Now, here it is, like, you can cross the arms there. Don't want to use it. You don't want to be swaying a lot, but it's just try and stand there uh, for 45 seconds without too much movement on one leg. And then you're going to go over onto the other side. Try this three times and see see how long you can hold it there. All right, so depending on your age, there's certain times that have been researched that you should be able to do this, minimum amounts of time. So we're going to talk about how you can download our ultimate guide to getting rid of your foot and ankle pain, where there's going to have charts and everything in there uh, that you can look at this. But basically, you should be able to hold your balance on one foot for 45 seconds without having too much trouble, without swaying to the side or having to put your other foot down with your eyes open. And then we want to do this test with your eyes closed as well. So again general terms you want to be able to hold that for seven to ten seconds on each side with your eyes closed and that's a really good measure of how good your balance is if you cannot do that then what would that indicate nick or what are might be some potential problems that are in your future well i, I want to touch on this is something that is absolutely critical especially like if, you, if you're talking like sprained ankle uh getting this back people will be amazed like uh, after you injure an ankle, how difficult this can be, whether you're young or old, really a big problem or a big deal going forward. And that's what you said, like, what could this look like in the future then? Well, if you don't get this back, uh, as you age, you're going to be more likelihood of falls. You're going to be more likely to have 
increased uh, to, to turn your ankle again, to have any of those other things, whether it's the plantar fasciopathy, have the Achilles tendinopathy. So any of these big causes for foot and ankle pain, you're going to be at a higher likelihood of it. And really just it's going to limit your ability to walk, to go on uneven surfaces. Uh, so just keeping that balance overall. All right, guys, there's a three test that you can do. If you want some more details on these tests, including videos of us showing you how to do the test effectively and the charts that kind of give you the scores that you should get, then all you got to do is go over to robinsptwest.com slash guide. You can download our ultimate guide for getting rid of your foot and ankle pain. In there is going to be these self-tests, going to be lots of other videos and resources, uh, exercises, stretches, uh, behavior modifications. There's a quiz in there to take to see how... Um, uh, affected you are by your foot and ankle pain and give you some plans in terms of what your next steps would be if you want to get rid of that uh that's all from my end here nick you got anything else before we finish up uh it's, I, I really encourage everybody to uh go look at it like see what the norms are see can you actually do these tests because if you can't do these tests uh, you might not have any pain or problems right now, but it's a big factor. And if you are having pain with any of these, like you got to get this checked out. And that's where, that's why we have the free screens. Like come in, let us check this out. Let us see what we can do for you uh, kind of going forward so that you're not having a problem. Like you're able to complete these tests properly uh, both now and in the future. All right, guys, so if you want to take advantage of that free screen, it's a 30-minute appointment in one of our offices with one of our PTs. Absolutely free. Get all your questions answered, run you through a full evaluation so we can take a look at your foot and see what's specifically going on with that. All you got to do is call 610-841-3555, and whoever picks up the phone can set you up with that free appointment at any of our offices. All right, Nick, thanks for the time today. Thanks for going over uh, these tests, and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon.